Welcome to yet another episode of Take It Home, a wrestling podcast. I am one of your hosts, Zach Hilton. With me today is none other than Jay Steele. That's right, it's Jay Steele, baby. And uh, on this episode, we are just going to get right into WWE Hell in a Cell 2017. So you ready to do this, buddy? I'm so ready. Let's let's drop that cage and let's get things going. Let's do it. Did you watch the pre-show by any chance? I did not watch the pre-show. Okay, so, uh, neither did to... I. So we're go- we're oh. going to go ahead and uh, skip that of uh, any feelings. But Chad Gable and Shelton Benjamin walked out with the victory over the Hype Bros. So I guess they're just still still teasing that uh, turn on each other. Yeah, I mean it's um, yeah it happens. Cool. There it goes. Boom, boom, boom. All right. So boom, we're, boom, boom. we're getting on to the main stage, the main card, and they start the show with a Hell in a Cell match between the Usos uh, against the New Day, who are defending their tag team championships in this contest. Yeah, and uh, I got to say, like, they really set the bar high um, for the rest of the show to follow. Um, I've got to be honest, like, I don't think the rest of the show followed, could follow what, what these two teams did. But, uh, brother, once again, I think these guys, these two teams are just stealing the show every time they're put on it. Yeah, no doubt about it. Like, uh, I mean, it was great to, to have that because obviously when we have, you know, the Hell in a Cell in the main event too, it makes sense to have them spread out like that. But, um, yeah, I mean, they literally just killed each other in this Hell in a Cell match. Um, and it was really, it was it was fun. Uh, there was an awesome story to it. Um, how, you know, they kept, uh, when they tied, uh, I forget what you saw it is, but they tied him up with kendo sticks. Oh, yeah. I've never seen that before. Like, that was a really cool idea. Yeah, well, I mean, going into this, I, it's the first, like, tag team Hell in a Cell. If I'm wrong about that, who gives a crap? But I've never seen someone uh, hanging like that and being hit repeatedly by kendo sticks. Like, those things are vicious. And if you went to uh, Xavier Woods' Instagram, he was posting the welts after it. And, oh, my God, his body was all broken, Jack. Oh, yeah. I mean, arms above your head, like that midsection totally exposed, and they just went to town on my man. Absolutely. Um, yeah, they literally beat the beat the living shit out of each other. Yes. Um, yes, they did. And I feel, I feel this is, as well, match of the night. I mean, like you said, if you have two Hell in a Cell matches, you need to separate them. And I like the idea of starting with it because then – the rest of the show can kind of slow down a little bit. You don't have to see the craziness and we'll get there later on. But I love that this hell in a cell match was different than the main event. Hell in a cell match. Um, I just love these two teams. I, and I'll, I'll go ahead and say it. I think they're feud of the year right now. I don't think there's any other single competitors or tag team competitors that have a better feud than these two teams. Because even though, you know, the Usos walk out as new WWE tag team champions, and I know you don't like that, but the fact that this match was so intense, let them take a little break and come back into this match uh, later on. But for me, this match was 
10 times better than I thought it could be, and it's five stars all the way. Yeah, um, and, and yeah, normally I would have said that. And I, I said that on our on our preview that I didn't want to see the Usos walk away as champions. Um, they changed my mind in this match because, um, you know, when, like, when Big E was taken, so I, I feel like the New Day took a lot more damage than oh, the yeah. Usos did. Um, so those couple um, false finishes where it was um, a, a breakup of, of the count and not really a kickout, um, and then when, when the Usos finally did just put the nail in the coffin to put them down, like, it, it made sense to me the story that they told that, that the Usos won. Yes. Um, so they definitely changed my mind, my original mindset of that. Um, so I'm okay that, that the Usos won because, like I said, I feel like the New Day took way more damage um, inside the cell with all the things that they did. So it made oh, yeah. sense to me. Um, and like you said, you know, I, I feel like it, what I was thinking of is, okay, well, maybe, you know, because of that Hell in a Cell, maybe the New Day, not goes away for a long time, but maybe they take a couple weeks off or something like that. And we start coming back with a different route, and they could come back to this for their for their rematch eventually, or however they do it. But um, either way, either way, um, I'll say that my mind has changed about um, the title change again because I, I feel like they told a really, really good story. Um, so it made sense to me. And I love the fact that this match had so many things that we haven't seen, like when uh, one of the Usos had Biggie on his shoulders and then the suicide dive through the ropes. And, like, it just looked so vicious. Everything that they did looked vicious. And I I know Triple H likes to claim, like, Hell in a Cell's his match. But honestly, in a way, I kind of feel like this match is now the Usos' penitentiary, if you will. Um and, and yeah. they could, if you wanted to do it right, if you keep running them the way they are, this could be their match from now on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, yeah, for sure. Um, I didn't think about that, but yeah, I mean, that's it makes sense. It, 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 was, it was vicious as hell. Yes, sir. So uh, from there, we both love that one. Uh, we go on to our first uh, singles competition, which is Randy Orton defeating Rusev. I know. That's all I have to say. I I kind of I kind of feel the same way because like I'm a, I'm a man of two minds right now, uh, Jay. Like I was listening to Randy Orton on the ENC podcast, uh, and he's a terrific guest. He was pretty great. But the one thing that he kept talking about is that you know he'll get put in situations even in recently where he's in the ring with like Aiden English and he knows he's going over, but he wants to give the guy a little, little rub. So he had Aiden give a crazy amount of offense just so the kid could look good. Right. And, Mm -hmm. and like, you know, hearing Randy say this and, you know, listening to him. And like I said, if you haven't heard it, go to it. Edge and Christian's podcast uh, with him as the special guest, he's pretty radical and he gives you a little insight on, a lot of uh, good wrestling, but like, you know, he, he, he definitely does come off. Like he tries to get his opponent uh, a little rub, even if he has to go over. And I got to be honest in this match, that's how I felt like Rusev dominated this match. And it literally just came down to the swift RKO for the win, which even the finish was kind of rad with him pounding on the mat and then him flipping him over and, rolling under and then hitting the RKO. Like 
there were some there were some good back and forths, but at the end of the day, man, what does this do to Rusev? Yeah, and um, agreed. Like the, I did like, I liked how they got to the finish. It wasn't just simply an RKO. Like there was a good little sequence. Um, but yeah, when I saw it, I was like, dude, like what? There's like we said, there's just really like what are they doing for Randy? You know, what does right. it do? What does it really do for Randy to to beat this guy? Um, so that's why I say, uh, um, that Rusev lock. I just, um, yeah, and I mean he. It gets him after the bell, but like, still, it just sucks. You know? It just sucks the fact that, you know, we're pulling for Rusev. We want Rusev to get this like, you know, rise in the rankings. And I get that he's facing Randy Orton, but at the same time, it's like, can the guy get a win so I can find him credible when he faces people? Just, just one win. Just, just one, one win. win. I don't ask for a just lot. One. But um, I think we're been back. I, I think he's been back. Zero wins. <laughs> zero wins since he's been back. You're absolutely right. He lost against John Cena in the flag match. He's lost against Randy in like two seconds at SummerSlam. He just lost this. So that's three pay-per-view losses in a row. And especially with word on the street when he was coming back, he was going to be in like a title shot match. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's crazy how things change like that. So I guess we'll move on since we don't want to dive too deep into that. Hopefully Rusev will uh, get a little pick-me-up after this. But uh, we move on to the U.S. title, and it's AJ Styles defending the title against Ty Dillinger and Baron Corbin. And Ty Dillinger wasn't announced before we recorded our preview show. So Yeah, I was going to say, I, I missed something to where this Ty got added to the match. Yeah, he got, he got added was... after. Okay. Well, I think it was the best thing to do um, for this match, honestly, because yeah. um, I think it was a very, very good uh, triple threat match, and it made it, um, you know, like like we said, we were looking forward to AJ and Baron that it was going to be a good match, but having that third element with Ty um, just gave it a whole new dynamic, um, and I think it did did good for did good did well for for everybody involved. Yeah, I mean, like when watching it, I. At first, it was a little slow because I'm not going to lie. Like, Baron, his offense when he's putting on the heat on the two faces, like, I was just not into it. But once once the triple threat actually started to play out, this match got better and better. And I really enjoyed it by the ending. So, I mean, the match starts off slow, but, man, it picked up and they had some very nice sequences back and forth. Baron Corbin sneaks in after uh, AJ hit that uh, forearm to Ty, gets the pin on Ty, so AJ still looks strong coming out of this. So a lot was done in this. Like, it gave Ty uh, pay-per-view time, which was good. It gives Baron a run with the title, which I think is good for him, especially after the Money in the Bank loss. And AJ, in my opinion, he'll definitely get his rematch, but... I think this at this point it's time to put AJ back in the main event. Yeah, agreed. Um, like you said, I, 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 the triple threat aspect did well for all parties in this. Like, like you said, AJ didn't take the loss, um, and again, it didn't hurt Ty really to take the loss because he's so new to SmackDown. And we haven't seen a lot of him, so um, he just got caught basically. Absolutely. Um, and like you said, the. Towards the end there, it was a nice uh, where everybody's kind of getting um, 
that uh, that comeback. Everybody kind of got their own little comeback, and they made it a sweet little sequence. So, yeah, um, yeah I really like I really like this match, um, and it was it was a, it was a surprise to me that Baron walked out. Actually, I thought AJ was going to re- retain, but like you said, I think it was a good uh, good call uh, to move that on over because. Um, yeah, and we'll get to that a little bit later, but I, I agree that it's time for AJ to be back on top of the mountain. But, uh, right. WWE champion. Yeah. right. So, uh, yeah, great match. I, I think all three men should get an ovation for what they did. And, yeah, let's move on to the next one. Charlotte Flair facing off with Natalia for the SmackDown Women's Championship. What'd you think? Yeah, I mean, um, it was... It was an all right match. I mean, nothing special. Yeah, you know? yeah, um, like it was. It was solid enough. But it, what's strange to me is that I've seen both of these women in the ring before, and they've pulled off way better matches than what we got. I mean, it was solid, like you just said, but definitely nowhere near where both of them can do. Um, yeah, definitely, and obviously, I mean, it makes sense with the uh, Natty getting disqualified. They're obviously going to be coming back to this, so you know, right. are they holding back? Uh, possibly, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think I think they definitely were holding back with that kind of ending. And the only thing I, I really don't like um, about Charlotte is her doing the moonsault to the outside. Yeah. I just don't ever understand that, um, especially when you already hurt your leg. Right. Like, Why would you put your body I, even more in pain? Yeah, I, 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 I didn't get, get it when she would do it, as a, do it as a heel. I don't get it now when she's doing it as whatever she is, whether in between her baby face or whatever. I just, I don't know, just the, it's the just, psychology of that to me is stupid. It's just, to me, it's one of those things where it's like, okay, she can do this, and this will be the big spot of the match to get a uh, yeah. pop. So, psychologically, does it work? Not at all. But for the instant gratification for fans popping, sure. Good call. Yeah, that's, that's about it. But I agree. Solid. I mean, it was about a three-star match I would give out of this. Um, from there, we go to one of our other main events of the evening. Jinder Mahal defending the WWE Championship against Shinsuke Nakamura. And did you skip this? No, I watched it. Oh, you did watch it? Oh, yeah. okay. I thought I was taking one for the team and watching it. Yeah, I, I know. You watched it. That's well, you see, I was expecting to have a little time so I could fast forward, but I was yeah. caught up, so I was like, I guess I'm sitting through it. Ah, gotcha, and, gotcha. And, and I'm going to be honest, not a clunker, just boring. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Um, you know, it was, it was fine. Um, it's just gender, to me, just doesn't have that... He doesn't have enough as a bad guy to where you can be entertained by that. You know right, what I'm saying? Like, right. He doesn't really have a he doesn't really have a mean streak where you're like, oh man, he's just a vicious a hole. Well, it's you know? funny they're telling me he's a bad guy, and you're saying it right here. I don't see anything that about him's a bad guy. I just see like his friends trying to protect him to keep the title. So basically, right. they're the new day. Like, they're not doing yeah. anything outside of what the New Day would do, but there's nothing besides him being a foreigner that says he's a bad guy. Right. Yeah, so, I mean, and I, I don't think that they really, they didn't do anything new other than the stuff that they've already done in their previous matches. Oh, absolutely. Um, it seems pretty pretty much like the same match. 
It was a um, paint by numbers match. We're keeping gender as you know as simple as possible. And I'll even tell you okay. this: this is what irritated me because I wanted to pay attention and really, you know, I want to have a critique. So here's my critique for gender: if you start your heat and within two minutes of you going into the heat, you put on a rest hold, you suck. And then after that. Four minutes, not even four minutes later, you put on another rest hold. And this is the beginning of his heat, Jay. So five to six yeah. minutes of his heat, he's having on a rest hold. And I'm just. And what? No, what? No, no, what? That's, and that's what I was saying. Like, he doesn't have enough to, yeah. to be anything. Right. Honestly, like he doesn't have enough to be a good guy yeah. to shine. He doesn't have enough to be a bad guy to wear his opponent down and and you know make make that good guy in peril you know right. like make us want to oh come on you know and, and cheer him on which i feel like is why the crowd has been kind of like meh and, not in, and honestly there's I've, nothing into it there's no uh there's no threat of of losing really no i mean it's weird i've never been more confident of a guy not losing that title than i've been for his run like yeah. like yeah. i've never like even when he won it back from uh, won it from randy there was never once in his matches that I was like oh yeah he's he's losing he's just transitioning no no i'm just 100% for sure he keeps this thing, especially with them announcing him uh, headlining the India tour. Like, I was just, okay, so you're just holding on to this till December. Cool. I hope you enjoy your fucking lower-ass uh, uh, attendance for SmackDown for the yeah. next couple of months. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, it's just, um, yeah, like you said, I was bored with it. it. Again, it wasn't bad. It was just boring. Yeah. And I, I wish more for Shinsuke. Because the man is you know, super over. I was shocked that the crowd was as much into him in that match than um, he should be. Because like this entire feud over pitchers being shown has been garbage. So I, I am shocked they were into this. Yeah. Um, and then yet again, um, I guess sort of in a way it was a new way to use his little lackeys to pick up the win. But yeah. it's the same formula. Yeah. Same yeah. I mean, he'll never he'll never be credible and there's like it's just boring. It's boring. It's boring. Um yeah. from yeah. there we go on to Bobby Roode defeating Dolph Ziggler in the most boring match of the night. Oh my god. Seriously, again, just you know what? It wasn't bad. It was just Boring. Yeah. To Just go boring. To go from the women's championship, the WWE championship, and then this match, it was three just unimpressiveness matches in a row to go to a main event that we'll soon get to. But like this show had potential to be great. And like honestly, I feel like besides the US title and the first title in cell, this thing is just watchable at best. Yeah, I agree. I totally agree. And I think that'll reflect when we get to our ratings. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, and the, the same thing, like, this is supposed to be this big thing with Dolph Ziggler, new Dolph Ziggler, and to all these, he just comes out, just comes out to no music. Oh, just, just comes out to no music pre, in pre your Hogan area. Yeah. You know? Like, like it, it boggled my mind and I would have forgiven him 
for the no music thing because I get it. He doesn't want to be showy off or whatever. But you're coming out in the same ring gear. Even you're like mm-hmm. your ring gear is saying that you're a rock star. So stop it. Like you should have came out in the most boring outfit in the world. Like, and, and by the really, way, yo, well, no, you go, please, please. I was going to say to top that off, like literally like black boots, black pants that have nothing on them. Yeah, absolutely. Black wrist tape, you know? Absolutely. And then on top of that, while you're wrestling, and it was funny because, you know, I mean, I used to look forward to watching Dolph Ziggler matches because I thought he put together really good matches. They were exciting. Face or heel, he just really worked hard. And then I'm watching this match, and I'm almost bored to death by watching him because I guess what's my problem? Don't don't sell this character as he's the best in this ring when his ring work is as boring as Jinder Mahal right now. Yeah. Like, he's not being spectacular in the ring. He wasn't even doing anything wrestling-wise that would make you go, oh, yeah, he's he's a great wrestler. Right. You know, like, like where whenever Kurt Angle would, would wrestle, like, goddamn, that guy can wrestle. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So, there was just nothing. Yeah. I'm so, I, I don't even have words. It was just, uh, yeah. Again, you yeah. know, just everything that um, we were supposed to be looking forward to, and we were like, okay, cool, it was definitely was time to do something different, and he just didn't do anything different. No, it's Dolph Ziggler without music. That's all it is. And you know, not and, to discredit, still warmed up for the Super King. Right, exactly. It was like, oh my God, you were just—you're not getting yourself. You're not getting what you're putting over, but whatever. Um, Bobby Roode got the win, like he did a roll up. They did a nice little reversal roll ups at the end. He grabbed the tights and then Dolph hit him with the zigzag. So this feud will continue most likely. And I feel bad for Bobby Roode because I like Bobby Roode, but at the same time, I wish Bobby Roode was heel. Yeah, he needs to be because face face glorious doesn't really play well. It's not. I mean, the crowd the crowd loves it, but yeah, yeah. But I feel like. I that's feel a, like that's a first, <laughs> that's a first layer. Oh, we're talking over each other. Yeah, go ahead. you go ahead. Okay, I was just going to say I feel like this face Bobby Roode hasn't been earned yet. Like he can be this face after he's heel on the main roster, and then mm-hmm. this is a little more. It's like The Rock, you know. The Rock never changed, but because these some of these fans haven't seen him, he's all smiley Bobby Roode where I feel like if he had a heel run and then was going face, he wouldn't have to be all heel or face goody-goody two-shoe Bobby Roode. I agree, yeah. I was going to say that this is like just one layer of an onion, Bobby Roode. Like, hey, yeah, glorious, hey, cool. Yeah, yeah like that's all, we got. that's all we're getting is just the the on paper, oh, how cool is my entrance. That's about it. But, um, all right, from there we go on to our main event. Well, first we get uh, Fashion Files, which I was glad to see the Fashion Files. And I'm actually shocked that I enjoyed the Ascension stuff in it. Uh, I was going to say that, too. Like, either even in the the opening with the Ascension, I was like, okay, I mean, yeah, give them them something to do. Like, I think um, all, all four of them play well with each other, so... Um, I'm into 
Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But uh, from that fun little skit, we go on to our main event, Hell in a Cell match between Kevin Owens and Shane McMahon. And what a Hell in a Cell it was. Started out outside the cell. Yep. Um, so that was cool. Um, throwing bows like a motherfucker. Aren't they, um, Yeah, like this, uh, speaking of vicious from the first one, like they just, they turned it up um, yeah. with just, not even necessarily with all the things. Like, they didn't use very many things. No. Trash can, uh, table, uh, the stairs, but just the the blood feud of it. Like, I, it was very believable. Um, and a lot of moments of going, oh, my God. Yeah, um, yeah. They were, they were definitely beating the shit out of each other as well. What I really enjoyed on this is that, you know, we think back a couple of years ago when Shane McMahon first came back and he got put in the Hell in a Cell match against Undertaker. And it was a clunker of a match. It was a very clunker of the match with a cool end spot. Um, but at the same time, it made a lot of people go, uh, why Why does Shane McMahon have to face AJ Styles at WrestleMania? And then they end up having probably the best match of WrestleMania. Then uh-huh. you go on to this and I'm like, okay, maybe maybe that Undertaker thing was a fluke because, you know, he's not this he's not a well-known grappler, but I know Shane could have fun matches. And let me tell you, these two had a hell of a match together because Shane with his jabs like on point as usual, but like that, like handspring kick thing that he did, the judo kick. Oh my out- god! Yeah, whatever you call it. Yeah, like that was, that was great. Yeah, no, it was it was stupendous. Like him just pulling out stuff that we haven't seen because you know we never look at uh, Shane McMahon as that kind of wrestler. But you know they get into the cell, they're they're striking, they're beating each other's ass. You know uh, Kevin Owens goes through a table as he tries to flip through and hit Shane, but Shane moves like that was intense. And then and then he beats him with the table. Oh, and then yes, Shane beats him with the table, which was great. Like. Like, is this match like, okay, let me put it this way. When I say this, it's not as good as the one at the beginning, because I felt like, you know, we've had a long feud with them and this was like a a great match. But like this special attraction match was five stars. Great because of its special attractiveness. Because once they go up to the top of the cell, like Kevin goes up there and he starts freaking out like, oh, I can't dive, I can't dive. And then Shane goes up there. I was like, I'm living in a goddamn video game because they never do this. They never do this. And they are just taking bumps. They're doing their special moves, pop up power bombs, backdrops, all kind of things on top of this cage. And I am scared every single moment of it. Yeah, because who knows when that top is going to break through. You know what I mean? Even right. if you reinforce the top, you never know. I mean, that's like almost 600 pounds of man. You know what I'm saying? Man! Um, any, anything could have happened. Yeah. Um, unless you said that, that's what I thought, too. Like, this is a video game because I have played their video games, yeah. gone up to the top and egged on the computer to come up there so we can battle on, on the top. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, like oh, was, this was the was most cool. come to life moment for me that I've ever felt. Like every time we get these Hell in a Cell matches, I mean, 
in the PG era, they're kind of stereotypical. I mean, unlike uh, the last one with Shane where he did come off the top, it was still like, okay, we're just going to get the basic stuff. But even in this, like, they get on the side of the cage and Kevin falls off and goes through the table, which I was like, holy crap, I didn't see them going for that. Um, Then Shane puts him on the other table, climbs back up, then he does that Shane O'Mac elbow drop, and from out of nowhere, Sami Zayn grabs Kevin Owens, pulls him off. Shane goes through the table, and then, um, then Sami Zayn pulls Kevin's carcass on top of Shane for the pin. One, two, three. I'm not even going to lie. Thoroughly shocked and pleased with what went down. How about you? Yeah, um, and they did a great job. I, I so. I heard spoilers. I knew what happened because I was listening to the radio the other day and they uh, talked about it on, on, on the radio right. um, of what happened at Hell in a Cell the night before. So spoilers I already knew. Right. But watching it, um, I didn't – I was when I was watching, I was like, okay, so when, when is Sammy coming? And they did a great job. I had no idea that Sammy was there. I was like – You okay, never so saw him. I, yeah, you never saw. And that was the really cool thing about it. They didn't announce it. They didn't like, oh, here comes Sami Zayn. You know what I mean? Like, they played it well. Um, I feel like they played him like one of those camera operators that hold the wires. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I mean? Like there's a camera guy and there's sometimes people behind them like moving the wires. I feel like that's how they right. played him at first. Yeah. So that was that was really good on them. Um, and like you said, I mean, um, I'm I'm glad that they did it that way because now for sure, um, you know, we don't have to see Owens versus Sami Zayn again, at least for a while. Yeah. Um, when, you know, they were supposed to be done with each other like three years ago at battleground. Right. And they still fight each other. They still fight Uh, each other. We get, we get, we get for sure that, um, you know, they're, they're not going to be fighting each other. Hopefully. Um, the only thing that I don't see, um, I I don't see how it helps Kevin Owens. Really. It's going to help Sami Zayn for sure. Um, so I'm interested to see how this helps Kevin Owens progress. Well, um, well, if you watch the end of the pay-per-view where Talking Smack was on, um, AJ Styles said, like, you know, if I don't know what Kevin and Sammy are doing, but if Shane plans on coming back and needs some help, I got his back. So mm. there's part of me that's like, okay, I don't know if it's necessarily we'll get Survivor Series style match with two more people. I mean, we could. We could get two teams added onto it like the Usos and the new day. But I kind of feel mm-hmm. like we're going into survivor series where Kevin and Sammy are going to tag against AJ and Shane, maybe as mm-hmm. a survivor series team, which I think is really cool. That'll be good. That'll be a fun little story for the next month. Okay. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't watch talking smack. So, so I missed that. Um, so that I could see that. I can see that happening for sure. Um, one thing I do want to mention about the hell in a cell match is that, I'm very pleased and surprised of how they ended up getting outside of the cell because, you know, like we were talking about in the preview, like, all right, well, they call a false count anywhere. So I already know that we're getting outside of the cell. And I didn't, I didn't, I didn't like that. What I did like is how they started it. And then they got in the cell. And then I actually, I really did like how Shane was like, open the door. And they're like, no, Shane, no. Right. Like, All right, well, fuck you. I got these bolt cutters right here. <laughs> right. I'm just going to get out of my cell. That took um, him a half hour to open that door. That's why he lost yeah. the match is because he was too worried about <laughs> them bolt cutting. Um, but yeah, I, I really honestly like that. You know, simplest, simplest way is the, is the best way. You yeah. Know? 
Even yeah. simple, it's even simple, stupid. They didn't have to go through the cell, you know, like knock half the wall down. No, they, Shane, being the commissioner, you know, I can totally see, like, being the commissioner, hey, I might need these bolt cutters because I want to beat the shit out of Kevin Owens later. So I'm going to hide him under the ring. Absolutely. Yeah? And, and I love that they teased because, at the you know, we knew it was Falls Count Anywhere, and they were out in the beginning. So... You know, if you were really into the match, you may have forgot. Holy shit, they can't go outside and fight. Um, but I, I, I enjoy this match. Like I said, I'm giving it five stars. The match itself, because I quite enjoyed the spectacle version of this Hell in a Cell. Like if the first one was what Hell in a Cell is about, where it's just beat the tar out of each other inside this cage atmosphere. The main event to me was a completely different match, and that's what I'm always looking for uh, when I watch multiple Hell in a Cell matches on one show. How different are they going to be? Because I'm not going to lie, yeah. that first one, when I watched it, I was like, what the hell are you going to have them do in that second one that's going to be so different? And honestly, it was different, and it had me hook, line, and sinker the entire time. And yeah, so... That was Hell in a Cell 2017. Jay Steele, what is your ranking? One to ten. Uh, I'm going to go with a seven. Okay. Uh, because, like we said, um, I really enjoyed the first Hell in a Cell match, and I really enjoyed the main event Hell in a Cell match. Um, so literally those two matches are what um, – Set the set the rating uh, because everything else, like we said, was just watchable. Right. Um, had any of those undercard matches done something of interest, um, I probably could have given this pay per view easily a nine because then I would have had beginning, middle, and end be like, oh, all right, that's that was fucking cool. Right. Um, but we but we didn't have that in the undercard, so um, I'm just going a solid seven. It's not a bad pay per view. No. Um, you're just not really going to be entertained a big deal in the middle. Yeah, I'm going to go slightly lower. I'm going to go 6.7. Um, but it's it's so sad because, you know, you have that first match and you have that last match which are totally worth watching. And leading into the show, I was like, "Man, I want to watch this show because the undercard should be good." And then the undercard is not as good as like say um the Raw show that just happened a couple of weeks ago. Like, mm-hmm. it, yeah. it weirds me out that, you know, Raw, I find significantly worse on their storytelling week by week, where I feel SmackDown does a better job, and I, you know, I get to their 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 big show where you're supposed to blow everything off, and I'm just like, this undercard barely keeping me awake. Um, so, yeah, 6.7 is probably where I'm going to put it. Definitely watchable. And the main event and the opener are just show stealers, practically. Yeah. Um, and then are you going with the, the tag matches, your match of the night? Yeah, I'm going to still go tag matches, the match of the night, which is really awesome to talk about because I remember when we were talking about SummerSlam, like they were on the pre-show and tearing it yeah. up. And then you go yeah. just a month and a half later and they're the opening match on the main show, but one of the main events, and it's just stellar. They got time. They told a great story. I'm telling you, they are currently my favorite feud to watch on TV right now, and the Usos are my favorite heels to watch on TV right now. 
Yeah, for sure. Um, and that thought just kind of popped in my mind actually right now is like the New Day and the Usos are, are kind of like our this generation like parties and edging Christian because they've fought oh, each other so many times. 100%. And it's like I'm not bored because every match is different. So yeah. like I definitely can see us like it would it would be kind of fucking rad if a third team can pop up and be the Dudleys of such. Yeah. Uh, for sure. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Well, uh that is the show. Thank you for listening. If you want to listen to previous episodes, go to podcastingcouch.podbean.com or search for us on iTunes, uh the podcasting couch. We are on Twitter at pod uh no take it home pod yeah what the fuck ever at take it home pod we got gmail uh take it home 757 we got a facebook take it home and uh yeah all that jazz what about you what you got for me yeah yeah yeah. if you're in the 757 area and you need a personal trainer hey the holidays are coming up let me help keep you in shape let me you know you got goals i got solutions so you know me i'm on facebook hard work works fitness Hit me up. I'll get you in shape, baby. There it is. All right, everybody. Thank you for listening. And as the J Meister would say. You got to give us, you got to give us that Iggy, baby. (laughs)